0: test or are we no we're going. no oh, this is our pilot This all is right. our pilot <sighs> sonic adventure is a perfect analogy for our generation
1: i i com- agree wholeheartedly
0: <laughs> all right let me let me walk let me walk through this because this is still a forming thought all right so you've got the one friend that looks like they've got their acts together entirely mm-hmm. right and then you got the one friend that's definitely copying that friend as hard as they can, mm-hmm. even though they're not even sort of getting the same. Their result.
1: identity is just the other friend's identity.
0: Right, because if the other friend's succeeding and they copy that, they, they can. Then they're succeeding. Perfect, easy. Mm-hmm. You got the one friend who's super dedicated to their job, um, and it may be their whole life, but they kind of, you know, they kind of vibe with it, and. Um, and then there's a big man who's making it way harder than it needs to be for them for selfish reasons. Yeah, um, it checks out. In Insinuating that Dr. Eggman is the stand-in for, air quotes, the man in whatever form that takes. I mean,
1: I have some problems with that one, but continue. Oh. <laughs>
0: uh, well, and then you've got, um, <clears throat> then you've got, I don't want to say girl. I don't want to make the joke that personality is girl. Um, You've
1: got someone who dedicates their life to like their childhood love interest, but then like very rapidly and through great personal turmoil, overcomes that and kind of develops their own personality.
0: Sure, and I think more so, you have the the friend whose entire entire life's purpose is about pouring their affection onto others because she's she's not just pining after Sonic, she's also taking care of the bird. Yeah, she
1: learns more responsibility and compassion. For not just the one person that she wants to date, but, like, a little bird that really can't reciprocate anything. So that's pretty good.
0: And then your last two categories are horrific ex- existential crisis and completely detached. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, I didn't name drop. I don't know why I didn't do that, but hopefully that all, that all came clear. And you know exactly who everybody is in this analogy.
1: I think anybody who listens to this could probably... They probably have a big the cat in their life. God. Uh, it's likely that they have a Gamma in their life, but if they do if you're listening to this and you have a GAMA in your life, reach out. They might need your help.
0: I think another another facet of Gamma's uh, I'm gonna, i am going to I pronounce it Gamma, but I'm gonna like I'm gonna accidentally copy you, Gamma. Uh-huh. <laughs> um uh that's why my, my first time saying it was a horrible hybrid of the two. But I think the other thing to note about Gamma's story. Is that the the analogy? There is, of course, existential crisis. Mm-hmm. But then you also have the um, and not in the not in the not in the Confederacy way, but a sort of reject modernity, embrace <laughs> embrace you know, primate, embrace monkey, right? Embrace thing birdie, of, yeah, embrace embrace <laughs> Flicky, <laughs> embrace
1: what? Oh my gosh!
0: Um, re- reject modernity, embrace, embrace Flicky. Flicky, because we do have we do have a a growing mindset in our generation that like hey everything is way too far gone and we should wipe the state slate state hoops uh Be wipe the yeah wipe the slate clean and start over and i think gamma represents that kind of philosophy as well dr eggman's technological progressions are incredible but look at the damage they're doing psychologically this is
1: the wrong room <laughs> <laughs> This is the... yes no you ever just leave your house and say, this is the wrong room. Or you open whatever social media app you use, and you say, this is the
0: wrong app. You watch your you watch your brother getting beaten by his parents, and by your parents, and you, you go, this is this the wrong room. room. That is that is one of the most powerful lines in all of Sonic Adventure.
1: I would agree with that.
0: I think most of Gamma's lines are super powerful because lines.
1: Because has a lot of lines that don't really matter. And I would say that she's like the most important character because she sets up everything, but then she, she doesn't say a whole lot of interest.
0: Her lines are mostly like fluff and exposition dump because you don't need her to verbally explain everything that's going on to understand the situation. Yeah. The storytelling in that game. I mean, Sonic Adventure could have been like Sonic 3 and not had voice acting. Mm-hmm. And its story, the visuals that they use in that story would have still worked. I mean- yeah. Even Gamma, as great as Gamma's... Yeah, when he uh, looks
1: down at his hand, after having saved all of his brothers... Hmm. Saved is a good word to put.
0: Well, he literally uses uses the word word rescue.
1: But if there was no dialogue, he wouldn't have said anything. So after you play him and you kill all his brothers, and then he looks down at his own hand, the player realizes, oh my god, he's gonna shoot himself.
0: I can't help but wonder if... Part of the game's story was done without voice acting in mind, because it was their first foray into voice acting in a Sonic game. I
1: do think that, that it's, a, it's a very real possibility, because they were making this game for years, yeah. years and years, because Sonic Extreme was cancelled. Right. So like they're like, okay, well we're not making Sonic Extreme, and we're already making the Dreamcast, so let's just start making the Sonic game for the Dreamcast. And it took them like three and a half to four years
0: it still blows my mind like i i get chills watching that intro to this day because mm-hmm. that is the the game that preceded it was sonic 3 yeah that
1: game the, that that game's opening is probably one of the best video game
0: openings of all time even if it's really hard to take some of it seriously like tails dramatically flying through the through the building yeah. or the big the like cut pan down to amy mm-hmm. it's like I could show this video to people and it would be intense, but those two moments would still make me feel like... But mm-hmm.
1: then you you but then like you have a contrast with A-Man standing on the huge-ass Such a fucking good shot. A-Carrier. Such you a have Knuckles shot. gliding all the way off of fucking Angel Island.
0: And you have Gamma recently shooting something the fact that they <laughs> even have like the the effort put into the video the fact that there's smoke billowing out yeah. of the barrel is like god damn he doesn't
1: even fire bullets he shoots lasers Right. Like, but it looks cool if there's smoke coming out of the barrel
0: it dunks on mario 64 harder than any sonic thing has dunked on any mario, mario thing in the history of ever just has
1: mario's face and you move it around and then you hit start it's very cute and the opening cutscene is a still image of peach and a note
0: mind you for like the breakout into 3d platforming mario 64 is a landmark and shouldn't be discounted yeah at all but as but sega (laughs) sega sega brought a gun to the knife fight for sure Sega
1: also did have like three years because like 64 was 96 and the dreamcast was 99 so that's a little bit of something but sega was like okay they're trying to reclaim the market share because for the first time in history they ever had more market share than Nintendo for like a teensy bit they had a taste of that golden nectar of more people liking their game than Yahoo so (laughs) so they tried to grab it back and I think they would have if things were a little better for them
0: I just got that that was uh, Mario sound effect and not you dunking on Yahoo the search engine
1: (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were into Yahoo the drink
0: (laughs) oh my that's you oh
1: my gosh you're right Gamma, gamma,
0: Yahoo, Yahoo. We're, we're, we're gonna need a common noun. We're gonna need like a um a, a language guide for this.
1: We're this. gonna need like a Scrabble book. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. All right. So you're yeah. So pass passing the ball. Um, where where does this go now?
1: Well, where this goes now is that I guess we actually introduce what we're doing. Uh, so
0: oh I- God! Right. <laughs>
1: That was the cold open. Thank you, everybody, for participating. <laughs> oh, uh top track. Uh, again, if you have a gama in your life, please reach out to them. They may need your help in defeating their brothers. Um, my I name just... is Tony. And I am Jesse. And uh, this is It's Still Cool, uh, a podcast which is just our stream of consciousness about stuff that we like. That's all you're getting. <laughs> I don't need to explain myself
0: any further. We, we figure you'll roll with it um i mean we cold opened a big sonic adventure thing uh and that's a that's a great example of what you can come to expect uh uh coming from the two of us because sonic adventure as i mentioned there are lots of elements of it that shouldn't be taken seriously there's a lot of tonal dissonance there's a lot of harsh contrast between what is happening and how you're supposed to feel about it but it's it'll it'll always be cool it'll always be cool like red mountain which will always be cool, but has an
1: incredibly large amount of tonal dissonance because you're running through a volcano which has prison cells in it. And then at the end, you kill your brother. But it's got a cool, funky soundtrack, and you shoot robots, and it's
0: fun. Both <laughs> of the Red Mountain tracks are absolutely killer, and I'm so stoked that three? three of
1: the characters go there? Yeah, three of the characters go there.
0: Yeah, because... You know, a lot of there's a lot of overlap, but going to Red Mountain three times is not a drag.
1: No, it's not a drag. What is a drag?
0: Fighting Chaos four four fighting times. Fighting Chaos
1: four four times is a drag. Oh, God, I can't believe you fight him four times. Is it no? I think it's, it's three. It's three times, but it's, it's still a drag because he takes like five hits each time.
0: And there's a lot of doing nothing. Yeah, there's a lot of downtime because he hides.
1: He hides under the water quote unquote I'm doing air quotations under
0: the jello Yeah the jello cuz you could just stand
1: in it. Yeah. There's no real threat.
0: It was um <laughs> so I think I think Chaos Force fight really shows off like so to speak that Sega where Sega's head was underwater. Yeah. The whole point of creating Chaos as a villain was to show off how realistically they could render water. Yeah. And then the one time you have to interact with realistic water, they're like, oh no, oh god, well, oh looking, god.
1: Looking back at it, I think the whole Chaos Warfight was rushed, because he's not as big as he looks in the cutscene, mm. not even in a place that it exists in the adventure field. Well, it, it
0: does, it's just not filled with water when you go there. Yeah, but... Because that... that
1: I guess chaos fills it, and then goes oh. it with lily pads, and then the lily pads disappear, and also the water, like and there's
0: maybe that's why he looks smaller. Yeah, he fills and that,
1: or it was rushed, and maybe placed out of place because we know that Sonic Three ended up being rushed, and Flying Battery was supposed to be after Hydrosity or something like that. Like things happen at Sega; they rush things way too often.
0: And they're still doing it. And they're still doing it! Well, Yay. I mean, did did Forces get rushed, or was Forces just too, them playing way too safe? Uh,
1: forces was them trying to appeal to everyone under the sun and getting absolutely no one. Okay. Except for
0: Sleeves. Because
1: he likes infinite.
0: Um, <laughs> we, we got a couple of friends who like parts of that game. There's a friend of mine with kids, and he's like, actually, Sonic Forces is great because it's my three-year-old son's first Sonic game, and it's perfect for him. Oh
1: no! <laughs> there are other perfect Sonic games for a three-year-old. I can see, speak from experience. Oh? <laughs> Sonic 2 is also a perfect game for a three-year-old.
0: Actually, I, I do have a friend who claims that he he beat Sonic 1, 2, and 3 when he was like two or three years old, and it really pissed his dad off.
1: Yeah, I can imagine that. I can't imagine a child beating Sonic 1 though because that game's only labyrinth zone is like an affront to game design
0: <laughs> it's an affront to sonic design but it like is. it was the first game so and then they
1: made another labyrinth zone in the same game <laughs> they're like hey what do we do for the last level Ah, just just do the water
0: one again i have beaten sonic one but it's one of those games that I, I, I didn't actually grow up with yeah. the Sonic games. My first game was Adventure 2 Battle on the GameCube. But when I've replayed Sonic 1 on, like, Mega Collection or whatever, mm-hmm. I straight up don't remember what most of the stages are.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> see, so, see that's, that's, that's what's cool is because, like, I'm the opposite. Like, I grew up with the Genesis ones, so, like, I'm very familiar. Like, I can I can do most of those all by, like, the back of my hand except for Sonic 1. Oh. <laughs> like, I get to Spring Yard and I'm lost. I'm like, I don't uh, where am I? <laughs>
0: what is even the song for Spring Yard?
1: I tested it earlier. It doesn't actually pick it up that bad. Okay, so you we I can... I
0: apologize, listeners, We can, I won't do that again. We can drum on the table, it's okay? A
1: little bit. Okay, gotcha. They can enjoy a little bit. Okay. We get a little bit of drumming as a treat.
0: Yeah, Gotcha. <laughs> a little bit of Ryan Drummond as a treat. <laughs> is he the one... Okay, 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 okay. okay. So, I checked and... Since the last time I checked, literally months ago, there isn't a new episode. But Tails' current uh-huh. voice actress yes. is doing, like, a Sonic radio drama? Yes. And she got actually Eggman and Sonic's voice actors. Mm-hmm. And I think it's one of the old Sonic voice actors, not the current one.
1: Uh, Roger Craig Smith?
0: I don't know. Because there's three of them and I always get them mixed so up. Roger
1: Craig Smith is the Adventure era right. to...
0: But that's not going to help me because okay. I straight up just don't remember who it is. Oh, okay. Um, but they're two episodes in, mm-hmm. and there's been no progress on it. I don't know if the project has stopped because they're busy. Sega might have
1: asked them to stop for now.
0: Maybe. Because they might
1: have gotten busy with a Sega thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, they also have been doing live streams as the characters recently. So oh. maybe Sega pulled them to do that. Oh. Okay. Um, Cause because it's it Sega, seemed... It's Sega's 60th birthday. 60th birthday. That right. That dates this episode, but whatever.
0: it's okay
1: yeah um so we uh yeah they're pulling them to do live stream stuff a couple of years ago they were also doing like twitter stuff where like they were taking questions and then shadow and sonic and eggman would answer questions in in character character. Okay. it was pretty funny i think someone asked shadow what kind of serial he liked and he's like i don't know darkness (laughs) okay Uh, shadow's current voice actor isn't as good no i don't really like it that much <laughs> so i
0: actually i actually have run into this problem a couple of times um in my in my panels at conventions whenever we try to do in character stuff and you see this you see this in all in character panels uh-huh. at, at comic conventions where somebody somebody doesn't have a grasp on the character, they just have a grasp on the character's jokes. Mm-hmm. So, like, we were doing, um, we were doing, like, a, a Hollywood Squares panel, and mm-hmm. it was really bad. It was really bad. Mm-hmm. But one of our squares was Cynthia. Okay. And all of her answers were, I don't know, Garchomp, lol well,
1: That's not Cynthia. That's
0: not Cynthia's ca- Right. Yes. But it's just a thing about yeah. Cynthia.
1: Like, Cynthia's actually, like, I know that Cynthia's, like, haha, titty, champion. I have Garchomp and funny music. But, like, Cynthia's also, like, kind of an eccentric weirdo and that's why i like her because she like
0: her house is apparently canonically a mess
1: her house is a mess she likes exploring ruins for no reason she She, doesn't dress for it she sees a horde of psyduck that are very obviously in pain and she's like hey come back later (laughs) she's like i could do something about this right now i'm literally the champion i have all the resources available to me available to me in the world but no i'll just wait here you go
0: well, she grew up with her grandparents in a crater with like ancient rune
1: in depictions of, of,
0: of gods all over it. So, yeah. like, yeah, she's probably yeah. She's like a weirdo. Yeah, I love it. She's <laughs> she's super confident, but she's also probably like, if it weren't for her fame, she'd be so societally disconnected. She's like Knuckles. Yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> Cynthia is the Knuckles of Pokemon.
0: Somebody, somebody, draw Cynthia the echidna, please. Please. Oh my god. Um, please don't please don't make it Julie Sue don't do that it's just gonna be Julie Sue damn it. See. oh we're swearing on the podcast cool
1: PG-13 baby
0: where's that damn fourth chaos Emerald? damn um, we've been detected
1: <laughs> since gen 3 or I guess between gen 3 and gen 6 the champions were fucking weirdos and I love it like Steven Stone is a weirdo who's a, the child of a, of a rich corporation family who's like Son, what do you want to do? I want to look at rocks. <laughs> okay, son. Go look at
0: rocks. Every time you find him, he's just staring at a stone wall like, this is so fascinating.
1: You want to see my of rocks? <laughs> yeah,
0: right. I've, I, I love rocks. Also, my partner is four supercomputers in a tank.
1: I've also got Metal Bird. <laughs>
0: yeah. Steven, and I, love how, I love how Steven only got weirder with his recontextualization in the remakes. Yeah,
1: he just keeps getting weirder. So then Wallace, also a weirdo. Oh,
0: yeah. Wallace is like. Wallace is like. Wallace is like the Tim Curry of Pokemon. Yeah. I'm going to the one place where capitalism hasn't touched the
1: Pokemon League! <laughs> <laughs> and so we've already covered Cynthia as a weirdo. Alder is a huge weirdo. <laughs> Alder's.
0: Alder. But. But. Alder is such a. Elder, I don't want to use the term, like, meta character, but he's very self-aware, because he's like, I want to look as, I guess he's not, he's not self-aware, but he's written in a self-aware way, where he's like, I want to look as cool as I can Uh to be a cool role model for the kids, because he's not actually helpful, he just looks cool, and that's all he leans on. Not only
1: does he, like, look cool, but isn't actually helpful, he's like, he's very horrible at talking to people. Yeah. Everyone he talks to doesn't like him.
0: Alder's, Alder's... Alder banks entirely on jumping off of a cliff for a first impression and then everything else flops yeah, from Charon, there. Yeah,
1: because Charon speaks to him once and Charon's like, I hate Elder. Yeah, Charon's <laughs> like,
0: oh, I want to meet Elder because he's the champion and yeah. he's so cool. And Charon meets him once and he's like,
1: I hate Elder. Yeah,
0: God. <laughs>
1: All oh, my homies hate Elder. Yeah.
0: Black and white was.
1: <laughs> and then Iris, I guess Iris isn't really a weirdo as much as a child, which is great. Yeah. Like, there's like. I guess Iris is the champion. Now. Iris,
0: you're the champion. What do you want to look like? A, a princess. princess. <laughs> and Drayden's like she could be a princess if she wants to. God, what? Uh, oh no. And then Deantha is uh. like an adult person like she's uh, diantha is just
1: a normal woman in pokemon world right
0: she's just a normal movie star in france that with... like
1: except like she's in, okay i like that she is like actually an adult in a world of like childlike adults sure because like
0: sycamore is an
1: over-the-top child man and then lysander is an over-the-top child man yeah. but having a tantrum and then then they're ex-lovers but that's a whole thing oh um and then diantha is like grow the fuck up you're both 50 Like I'm fifty, I know my golden years behind me, but I'm still acting and the champion. You two can get over your fucking
0: shit. (laughs) I guess I don't respect Diantha enough. She just, I guess I, I guess I got so high on, uh, on Cynthia and Alder that like Diantha came and I was like, she's kind of boring, but I guess that's fair. Yeah, like she, she maintains a job. She has a, a strong sense of like what she's about. She's like, hey, I'm over the hill. You in the hat, you will beat me. It's going to happen. Yeah, like, I can tell by your heroic
1: aura yeah. that you're the hero of the story, and you're gonna beat me. So just, I'm ready. Just come here whenever. You
0: gotta prove yourself. It's not gonna be, it's not gonna be, like, handed to you, but, you know.
1: It's gonna happen. Someone's gonna give you a Mega Lucario. Like, don't worry
0: about it. And then half of my Pokemon will be weak to it.
1: <laughs> I mean, when somebody lose some...
0: No, she loses every time. She I think that's the only it's like time. one of the only champions I never had any trouble with.
1: No, because her team isn't very complicated. <laughs> and also the so rest bad. of the Elite Four only have four Pokemon, even in the rematch.
0: Oh yeah. Though that Elite Four, I gotta say, um, I think they're super underrated. They are. The Kalos Elite Four are good. We have Dragon Otter Otter Grandma. Ugh. We have I see way more fan art of her than I thought I would. Because she's great
1: we have Sable, the, the
0: the the guy from final fantasy 14 or 15 he's just a chef and he's he's just a super snobby like they were like okay we can't just dunk on the snobby french chef archetype so we'll sneak him in at to the League elite four at the end of the game we have literal knight <laughs> literal knight who leads with a set of keys yeah <laughs>
1: because he, he doesn't want to lose his keys and we have
0: a villain yeah <laughs> The first time the Elite Four was canonically villainous in a game, not to be confused with the manga where they were all villains for the first two generations.
1: Yes. God, Will Will looks like a villain. Will yeah. should have been a villain. God. But no, he just has a sawtooth that knows everyone's deepest desires. Really? <laughs> I remember
0: Will making a very poor impression when I fought him because there wasn't anything to him.
1: No. They fixed it a little bit in our Golden Souls over,
0: a little bit my one my one deficiency in main series Pokemon I've never played oh, the gen goodness. 2 remakes. We gotta get you in there I think part of my part of my problem was that um, black and white were announced so soon oh, afterwards they were, they were it was like less than six months and I was I was still in high school mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I was not about to drop60 dollars on games that close in yeah, succession like it
1: was I think it was like October. When heart, Gold and SoulSilver came out, and then like April of the next year
0: was like, "Hey, Zekrom and black and white, yeah, new games." It was a lot all at once. It was so. a lot, and then but and then there, I never I never wound up going back and picking them up because the thing that like again I was young, and the thing that I had my heart set on was. Sevy islands yeah which would have, been cool. would have been cool I get that it would have been excessive I want to go to I want go to four Island again
1: Ugh. I miss four Island and I miss seven Island and the resort gorgeous I miss resort gorgeous I spent so much time
0: there it's a it's a neat I mean it's just the fact that they put that much effort in to the fi- to the red and blue red, red and green to fire red and, yeah. and Relief green. They were like, here, we're gonna give you an extra treat, a whole post end story that's woven into the main story a bit, and it's island hopping adventures. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a lot. It was a lot. It was a
1: lot. Like they could have just banked on the nostalgia of red and blue. Yeah, like they, they could they have did, literally did, just been yeah. like, Here's red and blue again. We're not, not adding anything except updated
0: graphics. We got that too. We got that too. Yeah, we did get that. Pokemon Let's Go didn't they, have the Sevii Islands even, either.
1: They even have a little bit more in Let's Go at least. Oh, they do. They have a little bit. They have blue.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, right, right. Let's
1: Go is technically Red and Blue 1.5. Like right. if you've seen Lion King One and a Half, like you, that's Let's Go Pikachu and
0: Let's Go Eevee. What a reference!
1: Like, <laughs> it kind of happens a little bit after. It's in this weird limbo area.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Because it's because it, Red is there. He right. won.
1: Like you're just kinda of going after, but also Team Rocket is still happening. It's weird. Like it's a weird time in Ollie. Anyway, Hard Gold and Soul Silver don't have the Saving Islands, but they're still worth playing.
0: I know. I think I started one once on in R four and it just kept freezing. Oh.
1: Oof. Um The Perils.
0: And then and then of course there was that period of time where those games were ludicrously expensive. And they still are. And they still are. Okay. I haven't checked recently. They're yeah, so they've always kind of just been the inaccessible. Mm-hmm. Um, I,
1: so so in that game, they don't really. Will doesn't get more, but he, he oh, looks right, better. that's what we're talking about. <laughs> he, he looks better, and that's all you can really mm, do for him.
0: That's fair, <laughs> because even even Karen, who got you know the Elite Four, never gets any development. But Karen has that quote that everybody mm-hmm. quotes: "Karen became the patron saint of playing it your way." Yeah,
1: and also she was the first archetype user. True. So that also stands out. For a lot of people.
0: Will was just less uh
1: he, less
0: cool Sabrina. Yeah,
1: because he doesn't he's like I'm a psychic too. I don't have any standard out traits other than also being a psychic. Yeah. Goodbye. Like kinda of like Lucian. Lucian's kinda of like Who I'm, the heck is
0: Oh my god, Lucian. Lucian.
1: Remember, remember? Generation four elite. Generation four. Four, <laughs> four with the Bug Twink. The Bug <laughs>
0: Twink whose signature Pokemon is Dark Poison.
1: Mm-hmm. But we have Bug Twink. Agatha's sister. Right, right, totally. Volkner's boyfriend. Yay! Yeah! <laughs> can
0: I can I go on a quick like appreciation tangent about uh-huh. how how gay Sinnoh was? Yeah.
1: It was very gay.
0: It was so good too. Like there was because Pokemon, the games, have never written romance and they've always had like buddy-buddy characters, yeah, sort of? I mm-hmm. mean, I guess, not really in Gen 1. Everybody kind of hates everybody in Gen 1. Yeah, your, your rival's an asshole. And totally in Gen 2, your else. rival's an asshole. And then in well, Gen but, 3... But he
1: softens up.
0: He does. He he evolves his Crobat.
1: He does evolve his Crobat. You help him. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, and then Gen 3, it's like, okay, lighter tone. People here are friendly. Mm-hmm. Hoenn's actually friendly. And then Generation 4 is like, dude, bro, I love you so much. I love you too, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> love me, love me, bro? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Hey,
1: my, (laughs) hey, my, my, uh, my bro. Yeah, my bro. He's really depressed, and I'm, I don't know what to do. Could you battle him? Listen, (laughs) I need you
0: to cheer up my boyfriend. Yeah,
1: like, I need, please, I, you have this aura around you. (laughs) Kind of like the hero or something. Please cheer up my boyfriend.
0: (laughs) And then, and then you get the double battle with them in Platinum, Mm -hmm. and they're just like, this is the happiest Volkner has been in his whole life, and he's just, air quotes, chilling with his bro. Yeah. But, then you've got candace and maylene 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 who walks barefoot through the snow to mm-hmm. visit candace yeah and then um and then if you uh if you go to the villa and you have them over mm-hmm. they they have some really cute lines yeah. together it's oh so god
1: there's huh. even some stuff after the galactic stuff in platinum where mars and jupiter are kind of like... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because they're the only ones left, like...
0: Saturn is like, I'll turn this into an actual energy company, and yeah. then Mars and Jupiter... Mars and Jupiter? Yeah. yeah they're we're, like, we're gonna go be, uh... We're gonna go
1: be, like, villainesses together. Yeah. And then Sharon's like, actually on the head, and like, we hate you, old man!
0: Yeah. They just... <laughs> they just went through a hardcore, like, lesbian rebel phase. Yeah. And they rocked it. I mean, yeah. come on, those outfits. Yeah, because
1: <laughs> their leader got trapped in the hell dimension forever. Right. <laughs> Um, Gen Four was yeah.
0: Oh man, if we're getting these remakes, I hope they give it the um. I hope that they give it the uh, I hope they give us a like Delta episode that.
1: Oh my god!
0: I know, I know. Could you
1: imagine a Delta episode with Darkrai Cry? If they fully
0: flesh that out, <sighs> you know, and that's the thing because you have. I think it would probably be. Oh my god! It would be like the Crown Tundra. Yeah. No spoilers, but Crown Tundra is just like entirely like here are some legendary pokemon stories that you get to experience Mm -hmm. and that's what
1: what if it was dark Ride and then shaman and then arceus because that's what
0: you do Mm -hmm. in in all the dlc air quotes all the mystery gifts Mm -hmm. back when we called them that they were
1: they were those stories yeah
0: all of them i
1: love the shaman one so much. i love it so much
0: here's professor oak and here's the longest straight path in any pokemon game.
1: thank you on the rock and then is like, "You said thank you. Here I am." <laughs> God,
0: those were so fun.
1: It was so good.
0: Darkrai uh, sedating you and yeah, kidnapping I, you and
1: taking you to his islands. Like, catch me, please. I'm so alone. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> this deep. is the only way I
0: can communicate. And we will, we will get to go to the Hall of Origin, like please. right.
1: <laughs> they made such a cool area. Such a cool fight. The the Azure Flute remains in their minds i know it i right now i think i think about tajiri and he's like and he goes to bed thinking about the azure flute and thinking about the hall of origin
0: i know it this is a really hyper context based piece of the conversation i love it um (laughs) so one of the things uh little little kind of spoiler alert for those of you who haven't done crown tundra but there's there's a pair of pokemon who are suspiciously absent from the crown tundra oh yeah Every fossil is roaming around as if it's, uh... They're alive and well. The Paleozoic version of 1995. Almanites are... We are real lousy with almanites. God, the sea looks so <laughs> weird. Um, oh, side note. I have... So, you know, I have a big fear of, like, open water. Yeah. And I, I absolutely have trouble traversing the oceans in in games like that. Mm-hmm. I did not think that the avalog would bother me as much as they do. Oh. But they bother me uh-huh. a lot. Uh-huh. I hate it. Um... And then, yeah, so the Generation 4 fossils are suspiciously Mm -hmm. absent. uh, Kranidos and Shieldon's families are just not here. Rampardos, that's the thing. What are we doing? Where are they? Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Which
1: sounds like a Pokemon, but is not.
0: (laughs) Several Pokemon all meshed together. (laughs) Rampiridon!
1: Yeah, they're just gone. They're just suspiciously absent. You know who else is suspiciously absent? Because all almost all of the mythicals are back. We've got Victini, Meloetta, Keldeo, oh. Mew, Salibi, Jirachi.
0: But we don't have... Darkrai, Shaman, and Arceus. Sinnoh confirmed. You heard it here first, folks. And by Please. first, I mean like... Last. Yeah. <laughs> Dead last.
1: But first because it's our first episode.
0: I was, also, I was also listening to somebody who was trying to make a bunch of points as to why... We are being dropped hints that Sinnoh's confirmed. Mm-hmm. And honestly, all of the stuff he was saying was super obtuse. Yeah. And all of the stuff that, like, literally all all you need to know is that the Sinnoh mythicals and um, fossils. fossils and starters are not here. Like, starters don't even really yeah. matter at this point. But those Pokemon being absent. Starters do kind of matter. Well, I mean, there are yeah. other starters who are also yeah. missing. So mm-hmm. it's, less, it's less of a fair, fine point on mm-hmm. it. But the fact that all the fossils are there, all the mythicals are there, minus Gen 4, is like, pretty big, like, hey, hey, hint, hint, nudge, nudge.
1: Also, a lot of regular Gen 4 Pokemon and Gen 2 Pokemon, like, the the biggest Dexes that are still missing after Crown Tundra has dropped are uh, Jojo and Sinnoh. And Johto and Sinnoh are intrinsically linked.
0: Because, yeah, mm-hmm. half of the Sinnoh Dex was, let's fix the power well, Also, we got some
1: Shinjo ruins going on. Mm.
0: Again, completely forgot about mm. that because I did not play those games.
1: Yeah, but that's the thing. You take Arceus to a guy in the Ruins of Alpha and he's like, hey, uh, somehow the Ruins of Alpha kind of connect to Sinnoh. Let's go. Zoom, zoom, zoom. We're in Sinnoh. Hi, it's me, Cynthia. <laughs> I found these weird ruins. Let's watch an egg happen. <laughs> a thing that no one has ever seen Oh my god. That's... (laughs) That's right. A thing that every breeder and daycare person in the whole series is like, we don't know what happened, but there's an egg. You watch it happen. You finally see what it's like when an egg happens in Pokemon. And what happens is the whole world flashes before your eyes. All of creation. The light of creation.
0: (laughs) Jeez oh my god no wonder pokemon don't talk yeah yeah they'd have a lot to say (laughs) dude it was wild last night in the bedroom yeah but it wasn't as wild as two pokemon breeding because all apparently all of the creation of existence flashes before their eyes every single time and then an egg happens i gotta say my egg spawn rates do not match up with that timeline no they don't
1: (laughs) you know what maybe they're so used to it (laughs)
0: <laughs> they're desensitized D- ditto
1: ditto is immune <laughs> ditto, I, ditto's eyes glaze over when he went this is the, the the birth the euphoria of creation he's just like whatever dude
0: <laughs> goodness what a what a weird little what a weird little entire thing that that is i love it so much so that's
1: why i want the remakes i love them so bad
0: <sighs> so great marsh would also probably not suck Because it would have to be their wild area.
1: Imagine if the underground was all online. Like a wild area. Oh, the underground. Where you talk to
0: people. Oh, the underground. Who are
1: running around. Oh, the underground. Yeah, the whole Sinnoh underground becomes the wild area.
0: Right. Hey, half the population of Pokemon in general fell under the earth and they're just here now.
1: They're spawning out of dens.
0: Oh, that was one of the points that the guy I was watching made. Was like, the the um the the, the super duper raid den uh-huh. things all happen underground. Yeah. It's like, okay, I guess that's a parallel you could make, but
1: Yeah. But I I just see the underground as an easy excuse for them to implement a wild area sure. into a remake.
0: Oh god, a wild area that is also a labyrinth? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh no. And well the, the underground incident has very wide hallways. I mean, but sure. What if you could put down traps?
0: Oh, God. <laughs> what if you could make somebody's already grindy adventure through a wild area to get the last thing they need to finish their gosh darned team was made even harder by the arbitration of random NPCs? I guess you could just not play online. Yeah, just turn it off. Oh, yeah, I just solved my own problem. He's going to make that out to be but huge. But you could
1: go online and talk to people and get your spirit tomb and run into a bubble trap.
0: Oh man, talking to 108 people now would be a breeze. Mm-hmm. I remember me and my buddy straight up just both going out and into the underground yeah, 108, 108 times. 108 times.
1: So we could get our spirit tomb so we could breed them. Yeah.
0: Yes, yeah, so we, could, we could get our spirit tomb so us in high school could not know how to use it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I had a decent moves out of my high school spirit tomb. It's like Dark Pulse, Shadow Ball, Willow Whisper Wisp Protect.
0: All right. That's All right. better than I th- would think. Yeah. Um,. I just, like, I know a lot of, like, Generation 4 is where I started to understand mm-hmm. competitive, but I was definitely still hyper-offense. If you didn't have, like, a speed-boosting or attack-boosting move with a priority attack, I wasn't using it. <laughs> I I introduced competitive Pokemon to my social circle at mm-hmm. that time. Uh, it, was, it was all thanks to that classic Scizor. Yep. Choice band technician, bullet-punch Scizor. That's all you needed. I, uh, I... Uh, yeah and then it kind of kind of grew from there and gen 5 is where i really can say that i understood balanced mm. meta defensive offensive and stuff so so at that point spirit was like too complex for me to try and use <laughs> i was already karen in
1: gen 4 when i was introducing it to my friends because i introduced it to my friends and i'm like i need to be trained a sparse dunsparce <laughs> oh no <laughs> i have it, but it was the good moveset though yeah it was roost thunder wave Bite and rock
0: slide, right? Right, so <laughs> you could just dunk on all your friends, yeah. And I with... dunked on
1: all my friends' dunk and they're
0: like, How come he's so good? So, I'm gonna tell you a big behind the scenes secret. Um, so playing Pokemon Battle Revolution mm-hmm. online, yep, is where I saw my first competitive mono poison team, <gasps> and that is why that to this day I bank on mono poison oh, was... because watching my idiot friends struggle. When he kept trying to switch to a pokemon that could beat a poison type and they kept switching between muck who would try to set up and then if there was a ground type mm. it would be uh crobat, crobat and mm. then if that di- if there was a psychic type it would be scuntank yeah or drape well know. they use Skuntank specifically yeah. that's okay. um just for the sake of the yeah. story that was the team comp yeah. and to watch as my friend struggled to try and get his Torterra in at the right time <gasps> and just got absolutely dunked on it was so it was mm-hmm. so bizarre i was like wow this is defensive gameplay. Yeah. And then the next several generations would work so hard to dismantle defensive gameplay as a, st- a playstyle.
1: Mm-hmm. But here we are in Generation 8. Where the wor- where we
0: are in the worst environment for defensive gameplay.
1: Yet Toxapex thrives. <laughs>
0: <sighs> yeah, how come Toxapex can get two-shotted by Vicious Rend?
1: You got a Baneful Bunker and then you got to switch to your Amoongus Who's back? Right. So it's okay. Yeah,
0: I know. And I'm I'm going to get back on my back on my nonsense. Get I'm, back on the horse. I'm going to use a big uh, bug horse. Big bug horse and then I've got um uh Amoongous and uh Toxapex uh, uh, and now I've got Galarian Slowking and you have got
1: Crobat and the Neidos.
0: Yeah, I guess all the all the homeboys except Revane are back. All the, oh, the gangs all
1: here. Gengar <laughs> all here. Gengar still
0: doesn't levitate. No. But we have a second wheezing you have two Weezings and, uh, and two Toxtricities. And two Toxtricities. Two of <laughs> them. But uh, my point was that I now have access to four Pokemon with a Regenerator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two Slow
1: slow, slow Guys and then a Moongus and Toxt effects.
0: So I'm just going to set Toxic Spikes and then continue switch. to switch out. I'm not using any PP, Mm-mm. but we also have a 20-minute battle timer. Mm-hmm. So... I, again I circle back to defensive gameplay is kind of dead. Yeah,
1: that's what th- that's the real reason why defensive gameplay isn't really supported anymore. It's not for lack of trying with the pokemon, it's for lack of trying with hey funny <laughs> 20, 20 minute timer.
0: What was the point of that?
1: I don't understand. I don't understand when you can have sandstorm and grassy surge and poison and that takes a minute.
0: God forbid they have held items that proc at the end of every turn uh, too. Or speed boost.
1: Or anything. Yeah. Uh, uh more Peko. The like Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. The <laughs> end the
0: end of a turn could take one minute.
1: Maybe, yeah, the end of the turn. Not even the moves, which are which animations are mandatory in an online battle. Sure,
0: and now we have the Dynamax animation uh, which takes a year and a half mm, and oh, And goodness. max moves max moves and then all the effects that have to happen after them mm-hmm. and you get 20 minutes new abilities that take long
1: animations cram rants spitting out a fish takes 30 seconds like
0: i you know i i don't want to sit here and just be like and shrug
1: at each other on a, an audio medium yeah right <laughs>
0: uh which which reminds me i got i got really dolled up for this and i forgot we were in a, we were doing a podcast so like i'm here in my my, my Donkey Kong tie with my Donkey Kong socks and my, like, my brown slacks and my brown dress shirt. And... Well, now
1: everybody knows that you're, you're very well-dressed. Yes. I'm just wearing, like, a, a horrible shirt.
0: <laughs> I still don't know what Plastic Love is. Yeah,
1: I'll show you later. Okay. I'll go on a whole thing about it one time.
0: Sure. Looking forward to it. Yeah, <laughs> Preview for...
1: The, it'll be one of the music segments.
0: So, yeah, but I don't want to sit here and just, like, kvetch about Game yeah. Freak. But, like, boy... They continue to just show off. Ah, is it thoughtlessness? Is it trolling? Is it...
1: My idea is, as much as I don't want to give them the benefit of the doubt, because they're a company with the largest IP in the fucking world, with infinite money. They literally have infinite money. But I will give them the benefit of the doubt. Because I know that there are people who work there. Not robots, but there are people. What I think it is, is that I think they are constantly having to work on the new thing which isn't out yet, and isn't going to be out yet. And I think they want to work on the new thing for three to four years. And they start working on it for two years, and then they're being told to finish it. And I think that's what happened in Sword and Shield. And I think that's what happened with the DLC. And I think that's hopefully what doesn't happen with the new games, whatever the new games are. Because I think, after Sun and Moon, they made Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon to kind of bridge the gap between Sun and Moon and what... Whatever the next games were. And then they think they're like, okay, the new thing is a console is is a console. And we can finally make Pokemon on a console. We can make it huge, we can make it big, we can do all this stuff. Uh oh. Our models don't work. Uh oh. Okay, we have to make the models. Okay, we made the models. Okay, how much time is left? None. What? <laughs> what do you mean there's no time? We didn't even finish the tree. Like <laughs>
0: oh. Yeah, no, I, I and I get that. Pokemon's biggest Biggest roadblock right now is that they are under such a stupid schedule. Yeah,
1: like I think that the people who don't make Pokemon, who are at Game Freak, the the, the I, I wouldn't call them people. The CEOs, they're not people. Fair. They're the robots from Toontown. Is that a The cogs? cogs. Yeah, are they, the cogs at Game Freak. Wow. Oh go, my okay, god. Okay, I'm glad that you got that one. I yeah. <laughs> the cogs at Game Freak are like, listen. Pokemon game every year, no matter what, keeps the money rolling. You cannot not have one. And so Game Freak's like, but making thing takes time. And the cogs are like, mm-mm, time doesn't exist.
0: <laughs> we made it into a Pokemon. We, we can made, control it.
1: Yeah, we made it into a Pokemon. He's
0: like a big Twice.
1: Din- He's like a big dinosaur and also an onion fairy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, where's the game? <laughs> And so, they have to make a lot of concessions all the time. God. And so, I mean, because when I when I think about going through Sword and Shield, I see, like, the glimpses of, like, them trying their hardest to make a little memorable moment. At sure. At little
0: parts of the game. They're like, please remember this part of the game. And there are. Like, yeah. in, in, the, in the swath of Doldrum, there are moments. There, there is... Um, opal mm-hmm. uh fixating over b yeah pink 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 and then she's and b's like losing it there's raihan's selfie animation mm-hmm. it's it's charming there's
1: Lehan's def- leon's defeat animation
0: oh with the hat with the
1: hat and the point like the he cape. Just, he's so
0: dignified yeah. yeah like they try they I, I i i agree i can see where they're trying but but they uh, what it is to me is that the
1: cogs don't want them to take as long as they need to Because game development doesn't take two years. I don't care who you are. Cyberpunk 2077 is a game that has taken eight years and is still crunching. They're crunching those people to death. And that game has taken eight years. Yeah. Like, if we want the Pokemon game that I think that the people who make Pokemon want, like, I think we both want the same game, but they'll never have the time to make it. And I think it worked on handhelds because the scope was smaller.
0: Yeah, that's another thing too. I think a lot of a lot of what was working about Pokemon simplicity gets lost in the jump to three D yeah. bigger console games because there's
1: more expectation and rightfully so. There's more power. Yeah, but they're never gonna have the time to make it unless Game Freak allows there to be a year with no Pokemon game like there used to be like 2007 there wasn't a pokemon game or 2008
0: you know when like, when there was a year without Santa Claus we got a super cool ragtime jingle yeah um, <laughs> we could just have that when
1: there was a year without a Pokemon game we had fun at the battle factory for a year
0: right we had <laughs> a, we had we had a stupid ridiculously hard post game facility
1: yeah we had reggie's to find
0: Yeah, we, right, we had Braille to learn.
1: And a Sudowoodo to fight, and a bunch of Smeargle to catch. Like,
0: and a weird Ditto cave. Like. Uh, right? No, man, and if they, if they. But they're afraid. Yeah, I guess so.
1: And I, I mean, I get in this world, it's easy to be afraid, because if you don't make a game and you're on the public eye, a mobile game could just come and take your market share. It's possible. But I think Pokemon is the biggest IP in the world for a reason.
0: Yeah, dude, it's Pokemon. Everybody has a
1: fucking favorite Pokemon.
0: Who's going to be upset if there's a year without a Pokemon game?
1: No one. Who's going to forget about Pokemon if there's a year without a Pokemon game?
0: Absolutely nobody. Nobody. If, 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 if we've learned anything, it's if there's a year without a Pokemon game, more people get into it. Yeah,
1: because they're, they're, they're hungry and they'll play whatever's out. If they didn't buy Sword or Shield, or if they didn't buy Let's Go Pikachu yet, or
0: if they they haven't played Pokemon Go in a while. Yeah, give people more time to pick up the game. Yeah. Because with, with every year, it's like, if you if you missed the beginning of the, of the lifespan of a it's game, you might as well not get it. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's too late. If you didn't buy Sun and Moon in the first six months, you might as well not get it, because Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon are already coming out. Right. Like, th- I think there was less than a year between those two games.
0: It would have been November to November. Yeah. So...
1: Like almost less than a year. That's insane.
0: Yeah. Like
1: it used to take two years for the third version to come out. There was wow. Ruby and Sapphire, and then two years, and then Fire Red and Leaf Green, and then one more year, and then Emerald. Like
0: now, that's a good time frame. Yeah. That's like give everything a chance to breathe, give the developers a chance to make something. Let
1: me fall in love with Galar because I had to spend a million years there. Like I fell in love with Hoenn. I,
0: yeah, man. I explored every water tile in Hoenn. It didn't scare me as much because it was pixelated water. you never
1: found Fiamas, but that's here nor there.
0: (laughs) I just, I, as a kid, it was just neat. There was always something more to see.
1: There was a little secret base you could find. A little acrobike place to find. A water stone you didn't know was there. In Galwar, there's no reason for me to go on. You know? They don't have they don't give us with the Crown Tundra, I'm feeling it a little bit. I feel it a little bit. I like this map a lot. I feel a little bit of the pull. I feel a little bit of like the you know what, I feel like there's a place in this area of the Crown Tundra where I haven't been yet. And like I haven't felt that in the entirety of Sword and Shield yet. Yeah. I even felt it in Sun and Moon in Sun and Moon there were a couple of areas where like, you know what, I don't think I've been in this whole place yet. Like in the lush jungle, I was like
0: have I been here? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I think in Sun and Moon you get a little bit of a tease of some of the areas with the trials, yeah, and you are invited to go back and explore. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then there wasn't much to see. Um, and also
1: it was a little limited because there was only so much land mass.
0: Yeah,
1: and you weren't allowed to mind time surf in the first one. <laughs>
0: but I think that I think that as weird as it was, I think that Generation Five did a really good job. They did a- because half of the map is post-game and there's so much to see and there's
1: a million areas that don't even matter yeah there's like a whole swamp in the north i forget which town it's near the Opalucid swamp the more vigorous yeah
0: what is that for you learn something about calio there i think that's it yep like but it's a cool place. Uh there's the there's the town with the old bridge that you don't the even Forage have to. Village
1: bridge.
0: Yeah, you don't even have to go there.
1: They with the expanding soundtrack. Yes. You reunite you know, like the musicians? Oh yeah.
0: Oh, God. It's it's just it's just a town that gives you a fun experience. It's not even
1: a town because there's no Pokemon Center. Right. You can't fly there. Oh yeah. You have to go. I used to go there on purpose. Yeah. To hatch eggs. Because it was better than the... I like the music better than the Sky Arrow
0: Bridge. What music is on Sky Arrow Bridge?
1: It's bad. Like, comparatively, the, like, make areas that
0: I want to go to despite how hard it is to get there. I also like that spot because you can get a second pair of... a second set of leftovers yeah, in, the you get in the
1: trash. in the trash. And there's a guy selling rare berries every day. Like... Oh, that's... And it's the same team. And, and X and Y wanted <sighs> to have it, and then they were rushed. There are three more power plants. Yeah, that we couldn't even go to.
0: There's yeah, there's so much left hanging in X and Y. I really hope that that region gets justice someday. Let me
1: let me fall in love with Kal- Kalos. <laughs> let me
0: let me experience Zygarde's story. Is
1: that- Sigurd exists in our dreams.
0: S- Sigurd was on vacation in Alola. He couldn't be bothered to be a part of Generation 6. He
1: wanted to be a dog. <laughs> <laughs> he very much was tired of being a snake and wanted to be a dog. Oh
0: my goodness.
1: Man, if I could talk to Omori <laughs> once, that's what I would say. I would say, let, beg them to give you time. Because I don't, I don't want to tell them what to do. I want them to have the time to surprise me.
0: That's very fair.
1: I, I don't want to be like make this one put mine on in it. Right, <laughs> make
0: this one. Do you want puzzle two?
1: I don't want to care.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> put mine on in it <laughs> and let me dress up my character. Right. No, like I would be like give them time because I know you guys can do it if you have time. I know they could. I bet James is working his fucking ass off.
0: Yeah, James Turner, boy. I mean, it's it's a blessing.
1: If I was gonna, if I was gonna give them one instruction, like instead of just asking for them, to ask for time. I would be like, let James do ORE again. <laughs> do what? ORE. Let James make another ORE game. James did the ORE games. Those oh. were his first games.
0: Oh, ORE yeah. the, region. the
1: region. God let him do ore again yes
0: but well like james is an okay creature designer but
1: he's a better world designer
0: yeah 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 the ore region is great sorry i'm sitting here like ore in the blind forest what i'm so stupid there's a forest in ore oh yeah yeah yeah, agate (laughs) agate village um yeah dude oh pokemon coliseum the whole time like an entire an entire an entire generation of Pokemon fans is dunking on James Turner for making an Ice Cream Cone, and nobody knew that he was the reason we had the best Pokemon game ever made. Yeah,
1: like, everyone's like, I hate James Turner. He made the Ice Cream Cone and the Ultra Beast, and, like, you know James Turner also made Pokemon Colsy and Mirror Bee, right?
0: Like, yeah. Shut up! <laughs> he designed the single greatest NPC in all of Pokemon. Let James Turner bring Mirror B into the main series game.
1: Please. He belongs so... Okay, he belongs as like the antithesis to Looker, because Looker is a guy who's like a well-intentioned man who is incompetent and want and like helps you out in the post game. Right? Mm-hmm. I want Mirror B to be like a horrible influence to your character, who is incompetent <laughs> at the post game. Like I want the game to end and then you go somewhere and Mirror B is here. It's like, hey little fella, you want to help me out with this job? I'll pay you handsomely. And then he gives you like a weird Pokemon at the end of it. Oh boy. And what you do for him ends up being like a crime. Like. <laughs>
0: like... <sighs> That'd be something. That, like, Jesus. So, on the subject of James, though, I know you like the ice cream cone. I like the ice cream cone. But overall, what do you think of James as a creature designer?
1: I think James as a creature designer takes a lot from the western tradition of mascot design where it's either very recognizable and has a funny face or a very weird alien that looks cool and it's one of those two things because he made the beasts and then he made ice cream and i think bear arctic
0: i think he made uh, i want to say he made garbodor garbodor and uh, i think he made Vulpix, but not mandibus yeah he made Vulpix. there's some there's some weird yeah there's some weird credits he made a handful of gen 5 yeah. stuff i want to say he made the fossils too but i'm not sure
1: yeah so but yeah i think he he borrows a lot from the western design tradition which i think helps in a in a game that doesn't normally exist in that space because pokemon isn't from the western design tradition it's very japanese still um Like surfetched. Like holy shit. And glaringly farfetched. Like But I I I, that's I I like his designs a lot because he brings something to the table that none of the other Pokemon designers have.
0: And that's cool. Yeah. I think my my biggest problem with that idea is that the Pokemon wind up as more characters than they do as wild animals. That's true. And that has always bothered me. Yeah,
1: and that's that is actually something that's kinda seeping more into the actual games. Is that um, this is a sentiment online that I see sometimes. I don't know if you've heard this: that Pokemon have jobs now. Yeah, like every Pokemon has a job.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, like Venusaur doesn't have a job. Venusaur's a guy. He's like a weird frog.
0: Venusaur is a part of a very uh, considerably fleshed out ecological yeah. system in yeah. Pokemon, which yeah. is which is. Mind you, above and beyond the average yeah. Pokemon, even from the old days, yeah, where because, like, it was a little more yeah, wild. Yeah, because
1: like, we had episodes about the evolutionary traditions of the Venusaur, yeah. and how like if a Bulbasaur didn't want to evolve, it was like shunned from the clan, like, right. because it didn't want to participate in the tradition.
0: And their design is very much a growth, a step-by-step growth, not like an adaptation or no, an evolution. No, it's like,
1: it, this thing is getting bigger... The flower is getting bigger.
0: It, it just matures. Yeah,
1: it just gets older. Um, but, yes, yeah, so Venusaur doesn't have a job. Venusaur is a, a creature that lives in the world. Same from Nidoking. Nidoking is a creature that lives <laughs> in this world.
0: Nidoking is a rabbit with poison barbs that turns into a dinosaur.
1: Yeah. With rabbit like features, big ears, but teeth.
0: And there's like, there's no. He's a Wachimakarkis creature. Yeah. Um. And that's not a fan term, that's something I ripped from The Simpsons. Oh, I uh, know that. The, the, the Krusty <laughs> Burger, the Whatchamacarcus <laughs> Burger. And there's 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 an episode centering around it, and at the end of the episode, Krusty goes, the Whatchamacarcus Burger is no longer uh, no longer in production. The creature we used to make it out of is now extinct. And they're like, was it a dolphin? And he's like, no, think... Uh, or And they were like, was it a, a panda? And he's like, no, think smaller, think more legs. <laughs> and that's it! That's all they leave it at, so... So the Whatchamacarcus yeah. has been, like, a thing like, that ri- I use.
1: Rhydon does not have a job. Right. He's just a guy
0: that lives in this world. And even even Rhyperior, later, when the designs yeah. got a little more, um, I don't know what you would bulky. call it. Bulky. Rhyperior is, like, an armored version yeah. of a Rhydon. It's a Rhydon that has not necessarily matured, but no, gone but he, above like, and beyond he, in a way. No, bulked up got
1: some armor because he was tired of dying and wanted to surf. He still does, but he's trying his best. <laughs> but anyways, those Tangrowth doesn't have a job.
0: No. Tangrowth just a weirdo. Tangrowth is ta- Tangrowth is a caveman. <laughs> he's just a caveman <laughs> made out of vines. What I want
1: to know where is the caveman. <laughs> <laughs> but but toxtricity has a job. alchemy has a job. Poltegeist has a job. Um
0: God. And toxicity, I would dare say, is so close to being. It's
1: very close. He's a
0: whatcha creature, yeah. but he's also a guitarist. Yeah,
1: he he's got a job. All like, the only ones from Gen Eight that I can think of off the top of my head that don't have jobs are like Double, is just a ram.
0: Double's Double's good.
1: Sizzillipede so and Santa Scorch are just bugs. Santa Scorch does not have a job.
0: No, and if you and i was i was getting a better look at centipedes and those those antenna really do flare out like yeah, a mustache yeah. it's neat yeah no centiscorch, great idea terrible name
1: yeah bad name it's, it's the talent flame name yeah that rhymes. but he also lo-
0: <laughs> he also looks like um he also looks like a whole bunch of condoms you know when yeah. they're when they're in the package and they're all stuck together still it's,
1: but that's what a tapeworm looks like and he's also kind of like a tapeworm
0: well i mean centipedes do look like that yeah, yeah so. they're segmented um
1: Orbeetle has a job.
0: Orbe- Orbeetle's job is being the thing we were looking for in yeah. Area 51.
1: Yeah, like, a lot of the Gen 8 Pokemon have jobs. All the starters have jobs.
0: And that's been a thing since Generation 6?
1: I mean, no. not necessarily. I can see, I can see, god, what's the last Fennekin thing? Delphox.
0: I can see Delphox existing. Sure. It's kind of like this mysticism thing. They're they're not pushing it too hard. Yeah. But they had a distinct inspiration, design philosophy yeah. with something. They were a dungeon crawling trio. Yeah.
1: The, the 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 leftovers of the dungeon crawling trio. Right. <laughs> but and then Gen Seven especially, they all have jobs. They're like, professional wrestler.
0: I cannot believe that every single house cat in all of Hawaii grows up to be a professional wrestler that just bothers me so much
1: and I love Incineroar too
0: I know he's great and Smash has definitely helped that but
1: he is a weird thing to live in this world normally yeah like like
0: and the other two I mean they fit Primarina fares the best of the three I'd say
1: but it's still like it's weird it's gaudy yeah and
0: there's plenty of gaudy Pokemon though
1: Primarina is like a water jinx yeah it's water jinx I, I didn't really connect with Primarina like i connected with jinx sure and that's and jinx is like weirdo pokemon yeah like jinx is like this weirdo thing that lives in the world but i can't really see prim- wild Primarina. marina there's kind of like it's just kind
0: of like a thing it's more yeah. of a character than, a, than an animal sure um and then yeah and decidueye as well i i could see I can see Desiduai in Primarina way better than Incineroar, yeah. but they're all a little bit. I don't ever want to use the term over-designed because that mean? Why
1: the Rowlet that Ash catches in a Lola didn't come from a Desiduai because it would look weird if there was a wild
0: Desiduai. Hmm. Just a just a, a Robin Hood owl hanging out. He just lives in the wild. He doesn't live in a house. Maybe maybe I'm having a little bit even easier time with the Siduai as a wild creature because I, I literally got to watch Guardians of the like last year. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, my brother had those books when we were little now, kids and he never
1: read them. Now, I'm about to be a huge hypocrite because I think Rowlet is a character, but I love Rowlet.
0: Uh, the bow <laughs> i mean the bow tie is a weird thing for but every single him. every single little owl to have but
1: i but... love him so much sure. and that's <laughs> He's and that's such fine. a little dipshit
0: because at the end of the day pokemon are merchandise above yeah. all else and i think that's the root of several of the problems yeah that's true and that's fine that's fun they're neat i you know the marge i just think they're neat uh. dot jpeg
1: <laughs> only have a picture of one pokemon from each generation yeah but
0: you could put you could put every single pokemon in that image one at a time (laughs) i think i straight up did see that with double that's or with uh with wulu at some point uh, yeah
1: i would say yeah majority of them they they follow this design and i guess like it kind of makes sense as the natural progression of the series sure like i think i think as a series we've kind of filled out like the creatures that live in this world now we need characters that live in this world
0: but, but I want more creatures because, as an enthusiast of several real life creatures, it me bothers too. me that when I see a cat, I can only choose from
1: uh, a couple flavors of cat.
0: Right? Or, God forbid, spiders. Some of the most diverse creatures on the planet. And we've got none. We've got three, and of them, the most accurate is Galventula. Mm-hmm. I was looking uh, at Trevenant when we
1: were doing MacFrage the other night. Trevenant has enough limbs to be a spider. <laughs> Thank you for that.
0: <laughs> I knew there was something I liked about him.
1: He's got he's got two big arms and six little legs.
0: So he would have he would probably have more in common with like um an amblypid the uh, the tailless whip scorpion. Yeah. That have like the big old claw mm. arms and uh
1: Trevin's just a weird spider. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, it originally bothered me a lot. Now, mind you, I got into generation <laughs> or I got into arachnology very recently and yeah. when generation 5 was out I was still terribly arachnophobic, mm-hmm. but it always bothered me that a tick turned into a tarantula. Yeah, but ticks and mites are arachnids. They're actually very closely oh, okay. related to spiders. So that's actually pretty smart. So it's a good name.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's a pre- that's pretty smart then. I also like that he's a tick and he just like drains batteries. Yeah. Like no,
0: joltic I think Joel was the Wooloo of his time. Yeah. Most definitely. Um,
1: and like I, <laughs> g- I guess the other design thing is that a lot of the old creatures didn't need to be marketable. A lot of them did. They never got merchandise. Yeah, and cool. to this to this day, was buying Hypno stuff. Nobody. Oh,
0: that didn't stop them from putting out that weird shirt a couple of but years that ago. That
1: was the only thing, but like that was also a couple of years ago, and not when the thing started. Right, right. Like no one's
0: buying. Well, when there was when there was 150 Pokemon, there was merch of everybody.
1: Yeah, there was a Lickitung coin. Like
0: I had a I had a lick um zipper plushie where you turn it inside out and it's a Pokeball. Okay, so they did actually do That was one of my first Pokemon pieces Indeed. of merch ever okay. was a Lickitung.
1: Yeah. yeah, and I mean, yeah, every Pokemon still gets like one thing still. They get a little finger puppet or they get a plushie or They're something. They're
0: standardized. Like, now we have the sitting cuties yeah. so everyone's gonna have a, a
1: uniform plush. I hope so. They have not yet
0: Maybe they didn't make as much money as they and thought? No,
1: though they, they, they did. Okay. <laughs> I think they maybe just got halted because of Sword and Shield production. Hmm. And now, because the characters of Sword and Shield, like the humans, are very popular, they're like, shit, we need to make Raihan plushies. Stop all production of all other plushies. We have to make Raihan plushies. Oh, that's
0: right. They're making plushies of the people. And I I love that. I love that. And Ken Sugimori himself was like, look, I have all these people I made too. Can we make something about yeah. them? And then we got a neat mobile game that yeah. I stopped playing after a month, but it was cool.
1: And they, they updated it with sex.
0: Yes. <laughs> Pokemon Master Sex. <laughs> My favorite Miss... Um... Misuse of uh, of hashtags or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Maladapted hashtag. They
1: did update it with sex. <laughs>
0: God. Well, there. Well,
1: there. Making... There have been
0: fan updates of they're sexy been... Pokemon well, that's since <laughs> then.
1: But they also made uh, they made plushies of Sugi art Like they made Rosa and they made. Um. I don't think they made Black.
0: Oh yeah 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 yeah. That plushie list is like really random. Yeah. They made Rosa, but not Hilda.
1: They made the Subway Masters. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Most getting, fans are going to be they're like, They're
1: getting Who? a lot. Of, they're getting a lot more screen time lately for some reason. Yeah, like, their their uh, full art Pokemon card was fairly recent. Wait, what? Yes, it did not. I don't have it, but uh, you see me looking yeah, around your room for no, it. I don't have it. I don't know why. I assumed you I, did. I think I'm going to grab it though. It's only like five bucks. Oh, geez. Um, but yeah, like it was fairly recent. It wasn't during the black and white era. There was no Ingo and Emmett card in black and white, but there was one recently. And then they were in the mu- they were in the music
0: video. Oh, the new music video that dropped, um, yeah.
1: And then they got new plushies. They got
0: plushies. God, I have I have friends from way back when who had like planned to cosplay them because they were twin brothers, uh-huh. and it, they just never got it together.
1: I saw online that people were like obsessed with them.
0: They had. They had, they were like the characters with the weird following. I
1: didn't understand it. <laughs> I'm like, did Hetalia fans latch onto them or something? Yeah, right. Like, it seems like it.
0: You either get it or you don't. But that, I mean, that that happens all the time in fandom. It's just every every once in a while we'll deep we'll dip even deeper into the weird obscure. Like the Subway bosses aren't characters that casual players would even encounter. No,
1: but someone sees them in a guidebook. It's like, wow, they look so cool.
0: They're brothers. <laughs> and one of them has a weird smile, and the other has a weird frown, and they look like not quite fitting in with this world. And then their dialogue is yeah, weird. Like, Are they foreigners? Are they? They're just weirdos. I think Black Adventures in- interprets them as being German. Yeah, they're German. <laughs> God, ja, God, v- he has a yeah, via de subway, mastas. Yeah. You want to talk about you want to talk about fan patches to the lore.
1: The best fan patch they've ever
0: done. Man. So there's something, something I have noticed is that most of the prevalent Pokemon fan comics are like, they're all Western. With the exception of dating a Team Magma Grunt, every major Pokemon fan comic is Western. Yeah. I don't really know if there's a reason for that. Or if maybe I'm just... I'm I mean, just we might ignorant? Be ignorant
1: because you would need to search Pixiv which is hard to do. That's
0: fair. Yeah, I guess I guess that could just be my western perspective.
1: Yeah, like I bet we could do a research episode and find some stuff.
0: Well, we yeah, I mean that would be fun. We get a couple of episodes in, we say a lot of wrong stuff, we go yeah. back, we do lots of lots of channels do patch note episodes. Yeah, we could
1: do patch notes. I'm <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big proponent of patch notes. For sure. Donkey Kong's aerial moves have been updated.
0: <laughs> Good. Good, I'm glad you bring up that specifically. <laughs> We've updated
1: the information about Japanese Pokemon fan comics. Yeah, there you oh, go. Yeah. How did you update it? We've updated the information. <laughs> um. But yeah, like, I, I it Pixiv it is a little obtuse to search, so... Okay. There might be some... There also might be, like, if I Google it, like, there might be a fan community that's trying to translate them or something. I
0: have no clue. Maybe be, Yeah, I mean... I I would be willing to bet there's more out there that we don't know about, but still, like mm. even even on the western end of things, I think it's I think it's astounding that we have as many long running Pokemon fan comics that are as of good quality as they are.
1: I have an, I have another idea as so why there might not be a lot of Japanese ones. Hmm. They get Pokemon special.
0: So I thought about that briefly, but look at fan work. In general, for things that people have regular access to... But but Pokemon Special is a fan work. Oh god, it is. Oh god, it is.
1: It's not a retelling. It's a fan work. It's, P- Pokemon Special is the patch notes to the game. That's true. It's already the fan work. So whenever a, <laughs> a Japanese <laughs> fan wants to make a fan work... This is my original character, Yellow. They're fighting against Pokemon Special. Oh, Which yeah. is already retelling the game in a better way. Right, right. So, here's my original character, Emerald. He doesn't catch Pokemon. He also has false limbs. He was Peridot ten years before Peridot.
0: Oh, no! And they're both green. They're
1: both green and obnoxious and have yellow hair.
0: Whoa, okay, you need to slow down. <laughs> Alright, now speed up again. That was rad.
1: Wow! I, I just pulled that out of thin air. Yeah, Switch. I know, I know,
0: because I don't think anybody else ever has ever drawn that. Because I don't think there's an overlap of people who know a dick about Pokemon Special and people who are into Steven Universe. Wow! <laughs> All right. Emerald having
1: false limbs is the weirdest thing. God, I it's like the weirdest thing.
0: So they were, they were like you'll get to design original characters, and so the artist was just like, oh boy, I am gonna ruin this guy.
1: They did a pretty good job with yellow.
0: Yeah, yellow is great. Yellow She's is a Fisher
1: girl who loves cute animals, and her caterpillar doesn't evolve until the last fight.
0: That's such a good scene, though. And That's double such a good scene
1: immediately.
0: Well, I mean, you know, you protect your trainer from a yeah. whatever that was that Zap Bol Yeah, she yeah. just gets she just holds it up like a shield. Uh, that's gotta be worth some experience points, right? A little bit. So God, yellow's the best. Yellow is such a good character. And we're and like we had an opportunity to get her in the game, so we're just not gonna. She could have been in Let's Go. Could have been in Let's Go.
1: We got green. That's a start. Yep. It was the first time she's
0: ever been in a game. Oh god, that's true. Twenty
1: years—the first time the girl that Sugimori designed was in a game.
0: That art was before the games came out. I know, I've seen it. It's such legendary lore, dude. And then she's so big in the manga.
1: She's huge. She's one of the biggest characters. She's
0: one of the biggest divergent she's things the from the game, too.
1: Holders. Like, oh my god! And then she's finally in game. And she's just as weird as she is in the manga. Great,
0: I'm so happy to hear that. I guess technically Let's Go is the other air quotes in, in, main series that I haven't played, Let's so... Let's Go,
1: she tries to catch you because she thinks you're a Pokemon. She's throw, she throws Pokeballs at you. Oh. And you can pick them up after she leaves. What? They're on the ground. Because she threw them at you and they didn't work. <sighs> like, you find her in uh, Cerulean Cave looking for Mewtwo. Oh. And she's like, I don't know what Mewtwo looks like. Are you Mewtwo? Oh! boom,
0: boom! Boom! boom. <laughs> That's so cool! I love that she's a weirdo, but it bothers me that she's a weirdo because of, like, intense trauma.
1: Yeah. She's a weirdo because a lot of shit happened. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. But she overcomes a lot of it in the manga. I mean, ornithophobia is some some stuff to have to overcome. Especially when your first memories are being kidnapped by birds.
1: Yes. And especially when everyone else in the manga's main way of transportation is, hey, I'm gonna get on my big flying thing.
0: And that would explain why she chooses to fly on a Jigglypuff. Yes. Because it's not a big Because it's bug. not a bird. Oh, wow. That's so good. Wow. That's subtle. That's subtlety that we don't deserve we, from Pokemon. We don't
1: deserve Pokemon Special. We
0: don't deserve Pokemon Special's interpretation of Lily. I haven't gotten that far. I have been stuck on the Emerald Chapter since high school. <laughs> it's so boring. Do you want me to spoil it? I mean... Okay, so I finally finished it, and I'm at the beginning of Diamond and Pearl, but I, like... I, oh,
1: no, I don't want to spoil it in Diamond and Pearl so good. Yeah, I, I, I hear love, that. I love Dia so much. Dia is my favorite Pokemon Special character. Oh? oh?
0: Like yes. the, the protagonist boy? Yes. Oh.
1: Because he's a comedian with a minor.
0: Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> That's just your character. He's me! <laughs> wow. Alright. I mean... I guess I guess it's on my list, but like
1: he's also the character trope of uh, doesn't try until uh, needs to, and then he gets the serious face and he tries really hard. Oh, a Vash the stampede yeah, he's type. He's Avash the stampede. Oh no! M- one of my favorite character tropes. <sighs>
0: uh, okay, Where fine.
1: I'm I'm walking around the desert, dancing, talking about donuts, and then Wolfwood shows up, and my face turns all <laughs> sharp. <laughs>
0: That's such a ridiculous scene. <laughs> Trigon is such a ridiculous anime, and I hear um, the manga is even more ridiculous. No,
1: imagine if if Bash the Stampede instead of being a gunslinger was a comedian and had a minon.
0: Okay. <laughs> Not a Plusle, just a minon. Just a minon. Does Does Pearl have a plussel? No. Does Platina? Have no. A- it's just a minon. Just... You know who he needs to team up with duking yes
1: (laughs) is there a calcium manga
0: yes it is one of the most elusive pieces of pokemon media there are like bulbapedia has pictures of the like i've seen manga mirror b okay but the manga is as far as i have searched and mind you this is back in high school when i was doing pokemon manga as like my main focus yeah It is. It was super hard to come by. I don't know, and I think it was like it was only in like a magazine. Yeah, it's one of those. So the Colosseum manga. I'm sure that somewhere there's gotta be a copy on the internet. I haven't looked in ages, but at the time it was it was not accessible. Because I
1: want to see what that's like.
0: Yeah, and I. If I understand correctly, I don't think it's a complete story. It might have been a manga that yeah. was like an advertisement.
1: Yeah, like they do like the first couple of parts of the story. Yeah. Wes comes out, he finds Rui, they fight the guy with the furret who has a really cool design, Cain. Cain, yes! And he has such a cool design. Kale. Or Kale. Kale. Yeah, Kale. Kale, and he's got such a cool design.
0: Kale would have been the... I mean, Kale is kind of the rival in that game, right? But you only
1: find him once! You find
0: him twice. Maybe. Maybe. You can rematch him. You can
1: rematch him. You can rematch everybody in Pyrite Town. Right. That's the rematch town. (laughs) That's where you go when you catch a new
0: Shadow Pokemon. (laughs) The old Pyrite Town. Oh, man. God. It's It's so
1: cool. So,
0: actually, while we're on the subject of Pokemon manga, on top of the Pokemon special, which is the continuous series, Mm -hmm. they do always put out a standalone manga for that generation. Uh And so... And, and those are also fan fictions. They're also... Yes, they... And they... Some of them divert really heavily. Like Black and White. Oh? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because that was, um... That was, uh Digimon Season 4. Yeah.
1: Reburst. Oh, God, Reburst. And, and even Diamond and Pearl. With that, that weird galactic grunt. With the
0: big butt. With
1: the big butt. <laughs> yeah, no.
0: Diamond and Pearl Adventure, though, I started reading it because the end goal is to acquire Regigigas. Yeah. And he's my favorite legendary, yeah. so... I was all about it, and I got, like, I got a little bit in, and I was like, this is cool, but I was also sitting at a bookstore, yeah. and I oh. wasn't going to have that opportunity yeah, every I, day. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy this <laughs> yeah. if I want to keep reading this. <laughs> and so it was, um, it, it fell by the wayside. I started reading Pokemon Reburst as well, because mm-hmm. I was super hyped for it, yeah. and I knew nobody else was going to like I, it. And then it
1: didn't end up being that great. Eh,
0: I didn't get that far in it, so. It's,
1: it doesn't really maintain its luster. That's a bummer.
0: Um, yeah. But every once in a while, like, I'll, I'll go sifting through Bulbapedia, I'll go looking into it, and it's like, oh yeah, there was a standalone Sun and Moon manga with mm-hmm. this, like, super Yu-Gi-Oh looking main character, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh. Poké Special,
1: Sun and Moon, Guzma is so good.
0: I've heard. He's our, so good. You know who has has been filling me in okay. briefly on, on special stuff, um, and it's just... I, I I do want to keep up, but it's so much that I have to catch up with. I have to catch up with literally more than half of the series okay, now. You know what? I would just
1: skim. I as much as I love Dia, uh, I would just skim Diamond, Pearl, Platinum because it's a really simple story comparatively. I guess. Uh, like they leave behind, you know, the, the trilogy of the Dex Holders after Emerald, you know, with Mewtwo and the Deoxys and. Stone. Yeah. They leave all that behind. They go to Sinnoh. It's like a pretty simple story. It's an escort mission. Ah. Uh, the whole thing is an escort mission. And then they do it. It's over.
0: Alright. I mean I'm sure it's still fun. It's and fun. Right? I like sino I like and, Generation Four. And
1: it's fun because it breaks the pacing. Instead of a journey to catch Pokemon and become the champion, it's an escort mission. Mm. so and they happen to get badges
0: and shit and on the get, way
1: yeah because it, it makes it easier for them to travel
0: oh yes that's so, cool
1: yeah so like because dia yeah platinum platina i don't remember what she goes i by. think she's platina i yeah, think it's they,
0: they get rid of the m at the end yeah,
1: plat, platina is uh, hires pearl and dia to escort her to the end of the sino region
0: how late into generation four did that manga come out that she's in it from that early
1: uh, really early. They planned it. Oh. They planned it.
0: That's right. That's the generation where they... they... They future-proofed it.
1: Yeah. They they were ahead of time. They were like, the Diamond and Pearl are like betas. Please, please understand. We're working with new technology. Diamond and Pearl are betas. Please understand. S- <laughs> we had to release the beta.
0: Um, God, is it ever. <laughs> games are so shallow. I gotta
1: surf from here to here. Five minutes later, <laughs> I will hit Blissey with this fighting type move <laughs> five minutes later.
0: Saving a lot <laughs>
1: of, of data.
0: data. <laughs> but that that persisted through all yeah. of Generation Four. And that was the that was the happiest moment of Generation Five was booting up the PC and mm-hmm. not yeah. having to
1: <laughs> Or hitting a Blissey and it not taking five minutes.
0: <laughs> well, fortunately it's not a very common Pokemon. Yeah, but
1: in that... Da- I'm pro platinum. Everybody's using a Blissey. I'm gonna go online and hit a Blissey with a fighting type attack. I mean, I might as well just go get a snack. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, in the competitive. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was, like, that was Skarm Bliss's generation. Skarm <laughs> Could you imagine Eviolite in Generation 4? I, uh, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, yikes. <laughs> I still, I still stand by my conviction that generation four competitive was the most balanced meta it was just centralized around garchomp don't take
1: your word for it don't take your own word for it there's like a very popular youtube series the false Swipe gaming
0: oh false swipe yeah Yeah. i've seen some of their stuff
1: they contend almost every video that they do a pokemon that exists in gen 4 they're like gen 4 was the best meta oh okay every, every single time oh because it was the most balanced like, there were only, like, two Pokemon that broke the meta, and so they they kicked them out. I think it was, like, Salamence and Garchomp. Salamence and Garchomp, and, like, they were too strong. They were two brothers. <laughs> and they kicked them out, and then the meta was healthy. Huh. You could use literally almost anything you wanted in Gen 4, and it would have a niche. Like, wow. Imagine that
0: now, right?
1: Imagine Seeking having a niche.
0: No. That's pushing it. I like Sea King. I know. He has Lightning Rod and is a water type. He's got a cool meme from 20 years ago. Yeah! (laughs) That's.
1: (laughs) That has no basis in anything. Right. That's That's a completely contextless meme. It's a contextless meme. My favorite
0: kind of meme. (laughs) Sure. It was Dat Boy, but with an actual character in it. But with a Sea King. Yeah. (laughs) i remember the the know your memes page was just like it's just a picture of Sea King destroying stuff with the caption I'm like yeah <laughs> that's you got it once. maybe it was meant to be like um maybe it was meant to be revenge for super smash brothers oh maybe <laughs>
1: because it's like oh no goldeen fuck yeah <laughs> um I,
0: I never understood why it was goldeen why was it not magikarp the
1: goldeen was smaller that's I... my only reasoning okay That chirp's kind of big. It doesn't have to be. Ridley's kind of big. You know Sakurai's a stickler for details. He only did Ridley because they held him (laughs) at (laughs) gunpoint. Yeah. Sakurai went through the game every level so that Steve could mine wool, even though it doesn't do anything, because it counts as wood. I...
0: I think Ridley Ridley is the reason why we have Steve. Yeah. Ridley was like, "All right, Sakurai, no more excuses. You said you couldn't do him, and he's here. You can do whatever. You can do whatever we tell you yeah, to." Yeah, it's huh? like
1: you did Ridley. You, I did Ridley because you helped me at gunpoint. Yeah, but you did Ridley, so now you're gonna do Steve, <laughs> right? And he holds up two guns. And <laughs> 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 he's like, "I'm on it. I'll get the wall. I'll
0: get the wall. I'll put zombies." And now there's a Slenderman reference in Smash Brothers. As if having the funny skeleton wasn't bad enough. How
1: far we've come. Funny skeleton, Slenderman. It's only a matter of time before Five minutes at Freddy's.
0: No, <sighs> don't say that. Don't shrug either.
1: I'm shrugging on an audio podcast.
0: I know and I'm calling you out for it. God, okay. What are what were we talking about?
1: We're talking about Pokemon Special,
0: Pokemon Special, <laughs> Pokemon manga in general. About
1: how there's not a lot of Pokemon or Japanese Pokemon comics oh, because yeah. they have to combat Pokemon Special. Yes, and the other Pokemon manga that come out.
0: That's very fair, because like yeah, we have Pokemon Special, we have the other Pokemon but they're manga, not
1: nearly as prevalent
0: or marketed, yeah,
1: or available. I've never seen an ad for Pokemon Special outside of the old. Uh, Pokemon ads when it was first new.
0: So, fun fact, I actually had, back when they were doing this absurd thing, and they were releasing individual chapters of manga as American in, like, American paperback floppy big comic book did format. Electric Pikachu? I had some Electric mm-hmm. Tail of Pikachu, but I also did have a couple of Pokemon special chapters. Wow. Yeah. I
1: didn't
0: know they did that for special. Uh, yep. Because I, I distinctly remember the, the scene where Agatha unearths the the, the the gym badge yeah. magnet yeah. thing but and I'm the, like what is, is this, this about right yeah. well no because it was a thing you put the gym badges in oh. and it does the something it fuses the birds and yeah I remember seeing um, advertisements for like Usagi no Jimbo mm-hmm. and all sorts of other weird obscure Japanese stuff that I still don't know what it is um there were like Tenchi Muyo ads in oh, there that's
1: that's classic
0: um God. so other um did, did you have the old pokemon vhs's yes and did you ever let them go mm-hmm. and then you had the advertisements at the end yes i did for like super weird Yay. anime because Viz was like
1: we can use this to advertise whatever we want yeah
0: <laughs> and to this day like the the memories of like Watching those still like bring back weird unnerving feelings. It's scary. It's yeah.
1: I have this. Someone
0: finally understands.
1: Wasn't it scary when Adult Swim showed anime? Yeah. Oh. not not like fearful, but it was this feeling of like I shouldn't be watching this. Yes. Why? Why did we feel like we shouldn't? Yeah, that's the same feeling I got from the ads at the end of the yeah. Pokemon VHS. Uh-huh. Like, like I'm like I shouldn't be watching this. Like this feels weird. I, I was a little afraid like i wasn't literally afraid like like i'm afraid of like a like a jump scare or anything i was more afraid of like being caught
0: right yeah yeah what is that this same feeling. brain same brain <laughs> what is that feeling because yeah the the i can i can even remember like little quotes and snippets from the from the ends of those advertisements and it's like what would i say to somebody if they walked in like obviously i could explain like it's just advertisements at the end of the Pokemon tape but my 8 year old brain I was like I couldn't have
1: been able to explain it.
0: Yeah, I cuz I didn't even understand what I was seeing. Why is there a sad anime boy looking at a Victorian painting with weird lighting and with there's weird a, music going on. Weird music and weird narration. Yeah. Like is it's a love story? Question mark. Oh god. Cuz this was anime not for our age. That's right. why. Oh it god, was, it, it was. was it
1: was anime for like teenagers and we were very not teenagers and so we were like i don't under i can't really comprehend what i'm seeing right now it was like it's not an action show and it's not like a kid's show and why is it animated
0: like it was our first exposure to media that wasn't meant for us and we would have not seen in pop culture yet yeah
1: so it was kind of groundbreaking i knew the x-files wasn't for me and my parents
0: watched the x-files but my parents didn't watch Usagi no jim. Yeah, or or oh my goddess or yeah. whatever.
1: Like yeah, it was a little scary. And like I remember when I was like I have a really vivid memory of like being nine and like falling asleep on the couch playing Pokemon. And I woke up at like four in the morning. It was like like it was summer, so the sun was starting to kind of come up because it was four in the morning in the summer. And I'm like, I'm gonna turn on the TV and I turn on the TV and it was Yu Yu Hakusho. Show. And I was like, What what is this? I'm like, am I and I looked around in my hallway and I'm like, Am I supposed
0: can I watch this? That's like, a rough one yeah. too. Like, I'm like, why? What's going on? Like, <laughs> that just looks like you're not supposed. Like, yeah. As a kid, like, there's something about the art style that's especially but it's like, like rough. a harmless ass Conan show. Like, it's go- it's gorier. Yeah, but it's like, much more violent.
1: I would still say that it's fairly harmless regardless because, as gory as it is, the source material is goofy. True, like, Kuwabara's a big goofball. Yusuke your a big goofball.
0: Like... But the whole thing takes place in, like, the afterlife. And at that like, point, our our eight-year-old understanding was, like, the a, the typical Christian propaganda we'd hear yeah. on the playground. Yeah. From, like, indoctrinating families. And I was families. watching
1: Pokemon, which nothing died in Pokemon. Like, I didn't want shows where things died in them. Like, so, yeah, it was... But it just... It felt scary. Yeah. And so... I have, I share,
0: I share this memory with you. (laughs) As, as you are the only one who can. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you get it so I don't have to try harder to describe it, because oh boy. I get it. I hope the audience also gets it. Right, yeah.
1: There might be one person who who gets this. If you get this, thank you. (laughs) And,
0: and also tell us why in the comments. I'll Mel- set up an email. Okay. Uh,
1: the email will be, uh, this is still, or it's still cool cast at gmail.com. That's it's still cool cast. That's going to be two S's next to each other. It's <laughs> still cool cast at gmail.com.
0: Demons, souls.
1: Demons, souls. Now, it, email us with your shared memory of watching something and it feels like you shouldn't be watching it, even though it's completely fine for you to watch it.
0: does um Does that, all right. Bear with me on this Mm. one. Does that topic mean that this is technically our Halloween episode? Yes. (laughs) I was
1: thinking of calling this episode uh, Afraid of Ads. (laughs) There
0: you go. Hell, we're still afraid of ads. I am still afraid of ads. Well,
1: that's going to do it for us. Yeah. I think we've talked your guys' ears off long enough.
0: We jumped from, we started with Sonic, jumped right into Pokemon, and then got stuck there.
1: And got stuck there, and then we kind of pulled it out with, like, a weird, scary memory. Yeah.
0: So join us next time, where we follow probably a similar formula. More or less. (laughs) I've been Tony. And I have been Jesse, and we'll continue to be Jesse next time. And this is still cool.
1: Chiro.